This episode is brought to you by Extreme Detail and LKN, Chance Owens with EXP Realty, Deep Blue Renovations, and Artcraft Custom Graphics. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show, man. Hey, we are so sorry about last week not having a show on here. Um, man, everybody was sick. Everybody was down. And uh, I just thought it'd be best if everybody just kind of stayed their separate ways and we didn't really, uh, you know, bother with anything going on. So sorry about that, but I think it was for for the best. Um, big thank you. Big shout out to our sponsors, everybody that's, that's been liking, commenting, following, sharing everything that you've been doing. We have a limited number of spots left in the giveaway. Um, if you're wanting to get in the giveaway, uh, I would I would definitely send me a message, send me a uh, text, call me, whatever you can do. Um, I, like I said, I, we have a limited number of spots left. I'm getting ready to post it online. By the time you hear this, it'll probably already be posted online. Um, and once it gets posted online, those spots are going to fill up very quickly. So I gave the, the listeners the first di- first dibs on it, and now it's going to go public. Um, there's not a whole lot of spots left. I wish I could give you a, a number, but I don't, I don't know what the number is. So if you're wanting to get into the giveaway, again, that's for the turkey hunting trip in Nebraska or the fishing trip in Florida, plus you get half the pot, which is $500. So if you want to get into that, it's $10 a spot. $10 maximum or 10 spots maximum per person. Uh, so if you want to get into that, let me know. We got a great show coming for you, and I'll be right back on with today's guest. All right, so we got Josh back on today. Welcome back, Josh. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Man, so last time you came on, pretty much the start of the rut, start of deer season, you talking about the deer that you had on camera that you were hunting got shot you were a little down my about big that. eight pointer yeah a little down about that but then you said that you had another deer two other deer you were looking at yep and uh you said you were you were going after those yep well i, well, I went after them hot and heavy buddy i put up i had cameras up i was trying to figure out where these deer was at and uh i'm finally connect almost connected with the big six pointer wide load right the last day of black powder season okay i had chased this deer the whole first week and the whole second week he had been seen been seen been seen daylight i was getting daylight pictures of him i actually got daylight pictures of him that evening that my wife killed her deer we'll get it we'll get into that yeah we'll, just a little we'll, bit. we'll get into that one in a little bit but um she killed her deer he was in my corn pile the stand that i was planning on hunting that evening so was, I would, was, was you kicking yourself a little bit a, yes the, that's an <laughs> understatement um but i saw him that afternoon at 4 30 of all times to see wow a big deer like that yeah but uh he come in from behind me i got turned around and he was facing me making a scrape so i couldn't move yeah i'm just sitting there so i wait he turns now mind you i'm hunting in like a 10 12 year old select cut so it's uh-huh. kind of it's thick yeah it's thick and he was right at the edge of where we had mowed bush hogged a bunch of saplings yeah well he turned and when he turned 
I got my gun up, flipped the safety off, jumped down on him. He stopped, and he was right at the edge of the thicket. Head all the way back to behind the shoulder was behind limbs. Oh, gosh. Did not have a clear shot. I could have shot him in the in the liver. It would uh, – yeah, but I, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm not that kind of hunter. Yeah, I understand. I'm, I'm not going to take a gut shot on a four-and-a-half, five-year-old deer. Yeah. Especially and, one that size. I'm not going to do it. And, and good for you. Kudos for you because some people would have been like, whatever, this is probably the only shot I'm going to get, and th- that's it. Well, so I pulled out my grunt call. I'm like, let me grunt, see if I can grunt him, turn yeah. him, bring him in. Mm-hmm. Well, I grunted, and he started walking just inside that thicket where I couldn't shoot him still. Well, I grunted again, and he stopped. I said, all right, here we go. I get hit him with the old snort wheeze, and he turned around and left. Oh, my gosh. Turned around and left. I was like, well, no problem. I know where he's at. I'll see him again. There's another day. I'll see him again. (laughs) 20 minutes later, I get a text message. Picture of a big-ass six-pointer that had been hit on my road. Oh, gosh. And you just sitting there praying it wasn't that deer. But you seen the picture. Yeah, I got a picture of him. Oh, so you knew it was that deer. Yeah. I got down out of the stand. You know, I was like, okay, I've got – the first week of rifle season, I can come in here. I can put some pressure on this deer. I can kill right, him. Right. I get to the house, then I get that picture of that deer. Did you go up there? The, uh, yeah, I've seen the body. The guy that hit him cut the horns off of him. But Oh, gosh. Yeah. It, it, it was him. I, I seen the picture, and I was sick to my stomach, man. Yeah, yeah. I. It's, especially the had just seen that deer and him yeah. hit 20 minutes later yeah that's that's rough that that was that was pure devastation my wife couldn't stand me for like three days after that because i was in a piss piss poor mood well yeah yeah Woo. i i can i can be i can right there with you i would have been right the same boat but the good the good news is you know i was hunting um i was hunting him and i had another one that i called super freak because yeah. as a two-year-old, this deer just had a nasty rack. He just had points going everywhere. Yeah. Well, never saw him as a, at a three-year-old. Got pictures of him, but never seen him hunting. Right. And then uh, me and a buddy of mine was hunting that opening week of rifle season in a thicket. Hadn't seen this deer in like a week and a half. Had no idea where he was, where he went, nothing. He just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then all at once, he just showed up the morning that i was hunting he just came in <laughs> checked the scrape ate a bite of corn and i busted him <laughs> that was that was god going sorry about your luck here bud <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that, was something, man. <laughs> Woo, that was but he had a um, super freak ended up having a split brow tine and he had before he broke it had another like a kicker coming off the backside uh-huh of that horn with a split brow tine, it was begin well black powder season. It was like three inches long. Oh dang! And he broke it off. It's like inch and a half, two inches long now. now. I seen you showed me a picture because you sent me a picture as soon as you shot it or whatever that day you shot it. And if I remember right, he was starting to grow a drop tine too, wasn't he? On, no, no, on he, the left side. Mm-mm. Okay, it might, it might be a different deer then. Yeah, it's different. different deer. But that deer that you sent me, the daggum bases on that deer. He was thick. That, he, I mean, that's a freaking stud he, right there. He held them. 
the end of his horns is bigger bigger than a quarter. Yeah. The tips. Like he, he was a thick deer. Yeah. When you sent me that picture and I seen that deer, when when you first look at that deer on the, on the first picture, he doesn't look that big. He doesn't look like, you know, he's not like a typical just wide, big he's deer. He's not very wide. He's – I hadn't measured him yet, but if I had to guess, I'd say he's close to 16 inches yeah. inside. But when you start, like, actually looking at the picture and I started zooming in and looking, I was like – holy crap like that deer is a stud man yeah he he had the pictures did that deer no justice yeah you had to i mean when you really started looking at that deer you you knew like that's a massive deer what what made that one so so much fun was i actually had my camera at that deer stand that i was hunting at Mm -hmm. so the deer comes in i'm hunting in a holly thicket and the deer comes in from in front of me so i see that see the horns i'm like hmm that's a good deer well then my buddy's sitting beside of me we're in a fully enclosed box stand Mm -hmm. and he's sitting beside of me and he's logged into the camera too and i'm we're both trying to figure out what deer this is right hello dumbass don't you just look through the scope yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's the only way i knew that deer was it was him if i'd been going just off looking at the camera i'd never shot that deer yeah until i looked and i seen that split brow time i was like oh my god it's him yeah yeah and i let that old 30 out six eat yeah i I don't blame you i'd have took (laughs) that deer in a heartbeat i mean that you'd be stupid not to take that deer yeah after seeing this this year we've killed there's been three bucks well four bucks killed and all with the exception of my wife's all of them have been four and a half year old deer that's good that's good y'all got some healthy deer up there yeah Around here, we ain't, we, lot we, of, we ain't got that. A lot of years <laughs> of letting good deer walk. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, you know, y'all have that deer management system up there where everybody's on the same page, and you can grow big deer like that with with everybody being on the same page. Yeah. And I wish that a lot of people would get in on that just to, to kind of, you well, know. And from what I've seen killed, you know, around home, mm-hmm. I think more people are. Because yeah. this year, just close to me, there has been some absolute giants killed. Oh, yeah. There was one killed up in Harmony. Just by looking at the picture, you're like, man, that deer ain't from around here. Yeah. Like, it looked like an Illinois deer. Like, the mass was big around this Coke bottle. Like, mm-hmm. It was huge. Yeah, there's been a lot of deer come out of Iredo County this year that have been really nice big deer. Uh, Brandon, one of the other guys that comes on the show, shot a really nice deer too. Uh, shot it out of Iredell County, um, and just like you said, by looking at that deer, you'd have thought, "Man, that's a that's a Rowan County, that's a David County deer, something like that," um, or even you know up Ohio or something like that. But seeing that that deer come out of Iredell County, that I mean, it tells you that the people are starting to come around they a little are. bit they are. Um, and stop shooting these little small deer. Now, I can't say much because I shot a small eight this year. Um, and there's a couple reasons why I shot that deer. One, it was bow season up here. Well, which, that was your first deer with a bow, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so I have never, ever got a chance to shoot a buck with my bow. Hey, that's, and, all, that's and, all you need, man. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the fact that I'm hunting the wrong spots during bow season or if it's the fact that uh, 
that those bucks up here they just don't start getting active until later and they just they stay hidden or whatever um but i took i I had a shot and i was like man i'm gonna take this shot uh second reason is that deer uh i I don't remember if i showed you the picture the the deer that had a split brow time big wide deer that i had up here split brow time i've got pictures and video of the deer that i shot fighting that other deer and broke his whole left side off Mm. and that was my target buck this year so it was a little bit of a revenge kill (laughs) at the same time (laughs) but uh nonetheless man i was i was super thrilled to to have my first buck kill with my bow um and you know it wasn't a massive deer but it was it was special to me and and that's that's what it's all about and i'll take that i got the whole got the old jitters you know and you know, forty-seven yards with the bow, and and, and now, dropped him. I, I will, I will, I forget. I will have to tell you this. I do have to eat my words on what I said the last time I was here. Oh, okay. Yep. And it it kills me as a man to say this, but <laughs> I actually got buck fever on that big six. Hey, there you go. I had it, man. That's good. I seen that deer, and I was just went to shaking just yeah. instantly. Hey, that's what it's about, man. That's what we chase, right? That, oh yeah. You can't you can't replicate that feeling on I don't think anything else. Well, I guess that was another thing that pissed me off. I was like, damn, I just told Jared that I don't get buck fever in here. <laughs> Shaking like a friggin' leaf. That's all right. That's all right. I mean that's that's what it's about. I mean even with that small that small eight that I shot, man, it was still it was still the thrill of oh my god, man, I just shot this deer and you know, I was so yeah. happy and everything like that. Which is so. I've had me and you both have had just <laughs> deer season this year has been horrible, in, in my opinion. the The weather has been garbage. the The it's deer eighty have, degrees that first week of black powder yeah, season. The deer have been acting freaking nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now I don't know about y'all. What y'all got going on down there? I went hunting with Brandon yesterday, and he shot a doe, and the doe wasn't hot. She wasn't hot at all, and so I'm guessing the rut the rut's pretty much done for y'all. I, I I honestly don't know. I have seen the least amount of rut activity really? this this year that I've ever seen. That was that first week of rifle season, the last few days of black powder season when it turned really cold. Mm-hmm. There was some bucks getting active, starting to move. Yeah, but so far as chasing, I have seen one deer running a day was a young deer he was three and a half year old well i mean that's that's not a young deer you could not compare no, he, he i was actually gonna let my little boy kill him but i've kind of decided that i'm gonna let him go one more year because yeah. he's already got a really high it looks like i call, think i'm gonna call him the marine the marine because he's high and tight he's just got a nice high rack he's just a six-pointer huh well Next year he may come out and be a daggum nine or something. You don't know. Uh, that's that's the thrill of it too, is the fact of well. And wide load was a eight mainframe eight last year with the kicker coming off his G two, and he turned into a six pointer as yeah. a four and a half, which made absolutely no freaking sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's part of the thrill too is is letting these bucks grow and letting them yeah. see what, what they what they're going to come out to be because they they're all different. It's yeah. nice, and if you don't have one, get you a spot point. Yeah, see, so I run a spy point. Not spy point. Um, tacticam. tacticam. Yeah, tacticam. That's tacticam. What I run. I run a spy point and I run a muddy, 
And everybody that has a Tacticam is like, man, yeah. you need to get a Tacticam because that – and after seeing the pictures like you've showed me, Brandon runs a Tacticam, Matt runs a Tacticam, everybody else runs a Tacticam. After seeing all the pictures that they showed me compared to that spy point and that – Oh, body, yeah. The, there's, it's unbelievable yeah, how there's clear no com- they are. There's no comparison. No. Nah. There's no comparison. And, and awesome. I'm going to – I'm gonna take take mine out of commission after after deer season this year, which I run cameras all year long. I, I don't I don't take them out. I'm, I'm constantly feeding minerals, yeah. doing everything, uh, especially turkey season. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people after deer season they take cameras out, and um, I have found that as long as you're feeding and keeping active and stuff like that is actually really useful during turkey season as well. Now, I'm not shooting over corn. If <laughs> all these people are going to say, oh, you're feeding it. No, I'm not. I'm not shooting over corn. I'm using it to pinpoint where these turkeys are because I run two to four cameras normally. Yeah. And on a 90-acre track of land, four cameras, you can – those turkeys can – boy, they can move around that 90 acres uh, real quick, and you don't know. And one day they may be roosted down in the bottom – and you go down to the bottom, well, 10 minutes later, you might get a picture of them, and they're all the way on the other side of the field. So uh, I found that using the cameras all year long. Yeah, especially if you can put them, like, on a road bed or something. Yeah. Travel corridor. You yeah. Can, so take that's a little piece of information that you want to oh, hear yeah. here on the on the Not Your Dad's Hunting Official. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so uh, another another quick start, just how my deer season has kind of went for me. Um, I've, I've been – extremely blessed i've got two deer this year uh shot a doe which are we have a doe season up here in burke county um where you can only when rifle season comes in you only have five days to shoot a doe after those five days are up you can't shoot a doe for the rest of the year and i think the main reason for that is is they don't want the does that are bred yeah to get shot and blah 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 and all that stuff kind of management thing or whatever i think it's kind of stupid at the same time but it is what it is um, so I've been fortunate enough to get two of those. Well, my birthday, December 4th, my wife was asking me, what do you want to do for your birthday? And normally I'm either A, in the woods hunting on my birthday or B, trying to go fish for my birthday. So I decided this year that I was going to go fishing and we had an awesome fishing trip. We did fantastic. Most trout I think I've ever caught at one time. And it was a awesome trip. I get in the truck to come home to go to the Christmas play that I was warned that if I didn't get back by six o'clock, it was going to be my ass. (laughs) So I get in the truck, I get back home as I'm sitting there at the Christmas play or whatever. I I looked over at my phone, which I had not checked my phone in a while. I looked over my phone and I had pictures on the trail cam. I said, well, I'll wait until, you know, after look at that. I pull up this daggum camera and 30 yards in front of my stand sits a massive eight-pointer, big, wide, probably 18, 19-inch wide eight-pointer that I've only got three pictures of. <clears throat> I had one picture whenever they were in a bachelor group. I had one picture when the rut started, and then I hadn't had a single other picture until he showed up there. And I was fishing instead of hunting. <laughs> so that's kind of how my deer season went. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how that goes. Yeah, so... This morning I went out, and he he's moving, man. This this buck, and that's why I was kind of asking you about the rut, what y'all kind of look like down there, uh, because it seems like now up here 
the young deer rutted early, which they normally do, and they're chasing does because they're, you know, teenagers and they're going yeah. crazy. And now the older deer, this big eight, I've got a big six, uh, they're starting to kind of, they're not really chasing, but they're pushing, they're bumping does out, yeah. and they're marking everything. I mean, dude, from from my stand to back where I park my truck at, there's got to be 12 scrapes between that area. And this buck is just marking up everything in his path. Hmm. And I I haven't seen a buck do it this year. I don't know why all of a sudden now he's doing it. I, I have no clue. But I went out there this morning, went and sat on a scrape line. I figured with all the rain we got, he's probably going to want to come in and fresh these scrapes up. He didn't show up, of course. Uh, but he was in there at 530 this morning. Yeah. So he is moving. Uh, That's and, the way it works. And, and hopefully maybe this afternoon we get lucky. I don't know. We'll see. Let's see. I, I hunted that whole first week of black powder season with my wife. I'd, I'd hunt in the morning. She'd get home from work, and she was ready to go hunting. Right. So me and her hunted the whole first week, and then started the second week, we finally connected her with a nice little two-and-a-half-year-old eight-pointer. That's good. That was – an aggravating but very fun hunt all at the same time. That's the fastest I've ever shot a deer in a deer stand. The fastest you ever the, shot? The, the fastest, yes. Okay. We, we we got in a deer stand. We're we're get we're get that story. Hang on one second. All right, so fastest you ever shot a deer. Yes. Okay. So we had to wait till the our twin girls got home from school so they mm-hmm. could sit with the baby while he took his nap. Right. Well, we get in a deer stand. They got home at like 3.45. We got in a deer stand at 4 o'clock. First deer we seen was at 4.15. Yeah. And it was a little six-pointer. It was a decent little deer. Yeah. And she didn't want to shoot him because it was just a six. I was like, well, it's, it's a nice deer. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, I don't want to shoot him. I said, okay. Grunted him in from across the fence he mm-hmm. come up and he was just tearing the woods up well all at once this deer he comes up eats corn comes walking by us and he's looking behind me yeah well, this deer takes off running and he starts blowing just out of nowhere just, just like a freaking idiot i told i told my wife i said shoot that damn deer i said <laughs> nothing else just because he's blowing for no freaking reason just shoot him so she gets the muzzleloader up she's on him trying to kill him and doesn't well it wasn't five minutes after this deer left till i seen another one coming from the direction that he went mm-hmm. i was like ah, it's probably that same freaking deer so i grunted and this deer come across the fence i told her i said that's a different deer i said get your gun ready she got it ready and i'm trying you know squinting my eyes trying to see what it is before she shoots it well she sees it and she's like oh my god it's an eight pointer yeah i said okay well Take your time. I said, I'll, I said, whenever you get ready, I said, I'll stop him and you shoot him. I said, take your time. Don't rush it. Take a deep breath. Squeeze the trigger. Yeah. She said, okay, okay, okay. The deer's walking, and she's sitting on a bucket beside of me in the deer stand. Mm-hmm. Well, she's turning with it. You couldn't get this woman a seat? No, you made, man. You made her sit on a bucket? Yeah. Goodness You know what I mean? I killed off a bucket as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. <laughs> well, she's turning, turning, and she's 
far she can go without, and it was going to be too late. When he yeah. comes, steps out from behind a big white oak, and I said, get, hit him with the old meh. He stopped, and this deer hadn't much more stopped. And she said, a bloom. <laughs> I said, oh, my God, she done gut shot this deer. That was nowhere near enough time. You know, all this crap is running through oh, my yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. But I was watch, watched the deer after she shot, and he was digging taters after he hit about 20 yards, and he didn't go. This old rut Daniel said, didn't go 20. Didn't go 20. <laughs> didn't go 20. He piled it up, and we waited for uh we got down, of course, you know, she's tore out of her frame. She's oh, shaking yeah. like a leaf. Oh, yeah. I'm happy for her, but also, you know, there's that doubt in my mind that I'm like, what if, what if, what yeah. if, what if? Oh, yeah. But we get down, get down there, and he just painted the woods, man. That Thompson Center 200-grain bullet opening up. Mm. That's good. Yes, sir. So she was happy. That was her, not only her first deer. It was her first but buck. But her first buck as well. Yep. So... I mean, that's something to shoot shoot your first deer as a buck, especially an eight-pointer uh, with the muzzleloader, you know, with that as well. I mean, that's that's an accomplishment. Yeah, and I don't – I mean, I you know, I don't shoot your normal powder charge either. I shoot a pretty heavy powder charge. Do you? Yeah. Shoot 130 grains. Okay. So you don't shoot the pellets? Yeah. What do you do? You so say you got different – Drop two fifties and a 30. Okay. All right. So it's a little different. A little yeah. different setup. Okay. I that's, that's what my gun likes. It likes them 130 grains of powder with a 200 grain Thompson Center shockwave. Mm. Nasty. Yeah, buddy. Nasty. Try them. I, well, so here's the thing. We we talked about this last. We talked. Who did we talk about? I think it was Brandon. I think we talked about it with Brandon. We talked about muzzleloading with Brandon, and I used to muzzleload hunt a, a lot. The biggest deer I've ever shot was with a muzzleloader. Um, but when I moved up here, I don't muzzle and hunt anymore because we only have a week. Yeah. We only have seven days and then it goes back to bow. So I, I quit muzzle and hunt because honestly, it's just not, it's just not worth it for me to do that. Next year I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and go buy me one. Um, and, and I think what I'm going to do instead of just muzzle and hunt, up here i'm gonna chase the chase the muzzleloading season um i've got a few properties that i've been looking i at. love it man i know muzzleloading is it'll make you scratch your head and your ass at the same time i wonder what the crap's going on with this gun yeah just the slightest little bit of pressure problem can yep. throw the whole blow the whole system up yeah yeah and and so whenever i first started muzzleloading hunt it was i just had a I think it was a Thompson Center Wolf is what I had. And that was a great gun. It was an awesome gun. Loved it. Um, I think it's CVA makes the wolf. CVA. That's yeah. what it was, a CVA Wolf. You're right. Um, and, and I love that gun, but, dude, there's so many more options now. Back then, there wasn't that many options. I mean, when I when I first started muzzling hunting. Yeah, like, Thompson Center, CVA, and Knight. Yeah. Which, and, you know, I've got a Knight disc rifle that was when matter of fact when 209 primers mm -hmm. first come out in muzzleloaders night was the ones that progressed into that and i actually got one of the first yeah 209 primer muzzleloaders that night made dang okay but so whenever Still she did my wife shot her first deer with it oh that was the one that yeah. was the one she okay I, I can't tell you how many deer i've killed with that gun man dang but 
whenever whenever muzzleloading whenever i first got in muzzleloading you didn't have, have any options you only had you know three options or whatever and there wasn't really many options for bullets either there was you know i think two or three <laughs> them old buffalo i remember my dad you shoot them old buffalo bullets yeah. they had like Looked like it had a uh, petroleum jelly yeah. looped up on them. Yeah. He's shooting old Thompson Center Renegade. Yeah. So, but now it's like muzzleloading has gotten a lot more advanced than, than what it used to be, That's, which is good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Savage makes one that you can actually shoot rifle powder in. Oh, did not know that. That's yeah. good to know. Okay. So, it, the, the Savage is. Oh. I got a buddy that's got one, and he loves it. Well, and it used to be like you would shoot a muzzleloader, and you're like, you're only going to get about 100 yards out of it. Maximum was like 100 yards. And now they got muzzleloaders shooting 500 yards, 300. I mean, I mean, it's it's insane to see what they're doing now. And I think that's kind of got me to the point now where it's like, okay, I might need to get back into this. You know, it's fun. I love it. Yeah, because if I mean, my thing is, if you're not progressing. Or you're not learning, yeah. You're losing, so yeah, that's that's I, awesome. So I think I need to I need to step out and kind of try that, and I think I'm going to this next year, anyways. So um, another thing that we were going to talk about uh, was was your kids, yeah, y- your your daughter. You had sent me some pictures, and I, I didn't know where we were going <laughs> with this because. When when Josh, when we kind of made the schedule and we got Josh, you know, coming up here or whatever, he said, you want me to go ahead and send you some pictures about, you know, what we're going to talk about? I said, yeah, that's fine, man. Go ahead and send me some pictures. Well, he sends me the pictures, and he sends me a picture of the six. He sends me a picture of Super Freak. Send, send me a picture of your wife's deer. And then he sends me a picture of your daughter holding a turtle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and I said – what the heck are we going to talk about with your daughter and a turtle? So, That's what she wanted to do. We were sitting in the living room one evening, and she said, I want to eat a turtle. I said, do what? <laughs> she said, yeah. She said, I think it'll be good. I want to eat a turtle. I said, well, okay, let's do it. She said, really? I said, yeah, we'll go catch one. She said, okay. So I go to Walmart. I get me some hooks. We take a couple milk jugs. I tie some uh, mason line on it. We get down to the South Yakin River. I got a little low spot in the river bottom. Mm-hmm. I call it the pintail hole because I killed a couple pintails out of it several yeah. years ago. And uh, I told her, I said, we'll throw a jug here. We'll put a couple in the river. Set three jugs for yeah. turtles, tur- three turtle hooks. And she caught two out off the three jugs. Daggum. And one of them was about a 35-pounder. Holy cow. <laughs> three snapping turtles, two snapping turtles. Wow. Man, let me tell you, that is the best thing you will ever eat in your life. I've never, I've never tried it. the The bigger ones are are better in like a stew. You parboil it like you would a, like you do chicken, uh-huh. and pull the meat off the bones and put it with like rice, carrots, corn, green beans, celery, taters, okay. whatever you want in it. Make it like a chicken stew, but with turtle. And then the smaller one, we actually boiled it and then fried it. Oh my god. Wow. There's, okay. There's like se- I think seven different types of like meat flavors on a turtle. Holy! I, I did not know any of that. The um, the neck meat when you cook it, it is like snowball white. It is beautiful. almost like a crab or something. Yeah. 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 Like flounder. Okay. Halibut. Sheephead kind of. Yeah. It's real white, flaky, and the um, 
the legs are kind of like a they remind me of like a beef roast real grainy okay stringy I, I, yeah, dark I meat had, and the tail is really good too i had no clue about any of that yeah i've never even thought about eating a turtle yeah and that she wanted to do it what made her get to that point i don't know i guess she was hungry <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this this is that one kid that eats us out of house and home anyway. Oh, okay. She just said, I just want to eat a turtle. I said, you're serious? She said, yeah. I said, okay. So now, I'm guessing you have ate a turtle before this. Yeah. So you knew how to you knew how to do everything. Yeah, of course. You know, I had a got a great uncle that showed me how to do it. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That that's just that's it's insane to me. I mean, kids kids are like that i mean my son, yeah but what 12 year old says i want to eat a snapping turtle i've never no i've never never heard that <laughs> never heard that at all that's like, just, that's a first for me yeah <laughs> that was a first for me she said i want to eat a turtle i said okay let's go holy cow okay well i mean that's that's different yeah it's good though let me tell you well now i kind of got now i kind of want to try a turtle now that's good you just scald them like you would a pig get your water good and hot or you just touch it three times and dip it down in it pull it out and that skin just peels right off wow and you just cut that meat out from the shell take the bottom shell off huh pull off the legs the neck the tail and then there's some other meat in around the shell huh okay and they are like a snake they will bite your ass when you cut their head off that's good to know too that's good to know too we and their their heart will actually beat for like a whole day after you kill them too what the heck this has gone like way further than i thought it was yeah. <laughs> i mean I, I, when you sent me the picture first thing i thought was like okay he's probably he maybe he was in a deer stand or something in a turtle coming no. like i didn't know where we were going with no, this she that's what she wanted to do okay that, she, that was her idea well she's got she's got an imagination that's for dag i'm sure yeah. i mean and she's also the one that Killed her first turkey this past spring too. Okay, oh, was, she's she's like a handful then. Yeah, girl can shoot. Girl knows how to work a gun. Oh, okay. Well, you ain't got to worry about her then later on in life. Then. No, no, that's good. That's good to know. Good I to actually, know. I actually kept her out of school to take her turkey hunting one morning. Did you? Yeah. I told her. I said, you know what? I said we're going turkey hunting in the morning. She said, are we? I said, yep. I said I'm gonna keep you out of school and we're going turkey hunting. She said, okay. So we stayed out of school, got on some birds, couldn't make it happen. And then that afternoon, we went again. It was actually um, my wife's cousin went with us. He wanted to wanted to go, so he got to be there and be a part of it, too. He hunted with us that morning, which was good to have a second person that way while I was, you know, trying to get her ready and on the gun. Yeah. You know, he could call to the turkey just a little bit to finish him on out. Yeah. But we stuck. We set up. I started calling. Wind was blowing. I was like, I ain't gonna see no freaking turkeys this evening. We're just wasting our dang time. Yeah. Well, about that time, one said, I said "Oh shit!" <laughs> so well, as, soon, as soon as he gobbled, I, you know, I went ahead and got her ready. Yeah. And I, he was 150 yards off the first time he gobbled, and I kept kept sweet talking him and he come come into the decoy like 15 yards dang in our lap read the script 
Daggum. Yeah, oh yeah. I it mean, it's, it's picture, pretty, it's pretty picture perfect yeah. turkey hunting. Like, it was just picture perfect. <laughs> this is the way that this is supposed to happen, and that's the way that it did happen. Exactly. I'd, I'd love to have that hunt on video. but Yeah, because it don't happen like that. No. <laughs> he come into the decoy, and I told her, I said, when he gets past that decoy, I said, I said, remember where to hold the bead? I said, hold it right where the feathers are at on the neck. I said, pour it to him. Yeah. I said, don't do it till I tell you to. He cleared it. I gave him the old pop, 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 and he broke strut just long enough, stuck his head up, and I said, kill that son of a bitch. <laughs> That's and crazy. she rolled him. That's good. Shot him with my, I got a youth model 870 20-gauge, and she rolled him. Dang. It's funny that you say that. Um, me and Chase, we turkey hunt a lot together, and um, and we've, we've killed a lot of birds together. Well, he... He had called his son, his stepson, Easton, we call him Ricky. His stepson, he, he's been wanting to shoot a bird. And we've, God, we've been trying to get that kid a bird. I mean, there's times army crawling, you know, doing whatever we could do to get this kid a bird. And yeah. it just was not happening. And uh, he, I called him one day, like I said, the cameras. I said, I have got birds that went and roosted in a different spot. And these birds are going to want to come across this field to get to this other spot. I said, it's a perfect time to go shoot one of these birds. I said, now, I, I'm not 100% sure they're all Toms. I said, there might be, they might be Jakes. Oh, that's I'm, what I'm not 100% sure. And he said, he said, that's all right. I said, is, can Ricky come stay out of school to go? And he said, no, he can't. I said, all right. He said, but... We might be able to make this happen before school. And I said, <laughs> "All right." I said, "Let's let's try it. Let's try it." So we went up there to the property, and I, when I tell you, there's no place to hide. There's no place to hide. Like where these birds were roosted at, you can't get to them because it's just a cliff, and they roosted right on the side of the cliff. Oh, nice. Where they were wanting to go is where we parked the truck at at the gate. And I've watched birds walk right past my daggum truck, flog my truck, and then walk off. Uh, they don't pay no they, attention. Yeah, they don't They're pay They're not no like deer. They don't yeah. pay anything any attention. So I told her, I said, we got to find some place to set up between there and there. And we found we, there's just a tree out in the middle of the field. We took a burlap sack with, with post and just put it around us, which didn't cover all three of us. Me and Chase are fairly bigger guys. Yeah. And then, you know, Ricky's right here beside me. I start calling they gobble they're they've been gobbling for a little bit i start calling and i had a white bearded hen you probably seen the facebook post that yeah. guy that shot that white beard that was that bird but she stayed on our property for a couple of years but uh she was over at the gate she had roosted over there the other birds were over on this other side when i started calling she started calling trying to get me to shut up and I just started hammering. I mean, I was just aggressive calling, like trying to piss you, her off. Yeah, you ain't gonna get me off this hill. You know, shut up, whatever. I'm focused on her right now. Like, shut up. Like, I'm trying to work over here. Be quiet. <laughs> and he gobbles and flies down, and I heard him fly down. And I told Ricky, I said, "Get ready." I said, "He's he's coming." And I see that old head starts bopping through the field where there's just a knoll where I can see just his head. And I said, "Here he comes. Here he comes." And he came up, 
He didn't come ex- exactly to the decoy. We put the decoy out about 20 yards. He was a little bit past it. He come, he seen that decoy and, sh- and blew up. It was a Jake. And I said, I said, it's a Jake. Do you want to shoot it? And he said, yes. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to get him up here. So, I, you know, trying to coax him in just a little bit, trying to get where he needs to be. Well, he busted us. He looked dead at us. And I said, Rick, you're going to have to shoot. And, he's, and Chase is sitting on the other side, and he's trying to help him get the gun up and get him, you know, where he needs to be. I said, you're going to have one shot at this. I said, I got to get his head up. And I said, as soon as he gets his head up, you're going to have to kill him. He turns around to run. Takes two steps. I He stuck his head up, and Rick hit him. Problem was, the bird was still in half strut when he hit him. He cut half of his fan when when he hit him, which made for a horrible picture and everything, but he was still happy. It was an awesome hunt. We took pictures. We threw the bird in the truck. Got the kid to school. He got him to school. (laughs) We made made it work. I mean, that's not exactly how you wanted it to happen. That's awesome. But but it it happened. (laughs) We got Rayleigh's bird back to the house, and I was, you know, just looking at the beard. You know, he he had about a three or four inch beard. Yeah. Well, I got to looking. I was like, wait a minute. This turkey had three beards. Oh, on a Jake? (laughs) On a Jake. Holy crap, man! Yeah, he had three beards on a Jake. Now the other two was like little, you know, tea, little, yeah, little t tiny, but yeah. they still count. Oh yeah, that I'm right. I'd be telling everybody, yeah, I shot a three bearded. Oh, she does. She does. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd take that story with me too. Yeah, she does. She tells everybody she killed a three bearded turkey, which she did. But. She did. <laughs> she did. Hey, that's all right. My first, my first bird was a was a Jake. I mean, uh, me and me and Nathan, which we told this story before on the podcast when I had Nathan on here. But, I mean, my first bird was a Jake, too, so there ain't nothing wrong with it. My first turkey I ever killed was a Jake, and I run it down and beat it to death with a stick. <laughs> Did you miss? No. Oh, you just ran him down like you didn't even shoot him? No. He, he had been shot previously by somebody, and his leg was hurt. Oh, okay. But still, I run up, I run it down, beat him down. Counts. Yeah, <laughs> just like the three bearded, it still counts. Yeah, I run him down and beat him to death. <laughs> well, hey man, I appreciate you coming up here. Thanks getting, for having me back. It's been awesome, dude. It, it's always fun. It's always fun. So, and and hopefully, I mean, you, are you hunting anymore this year? Are you done? Yeah, I'm gonna try to kill a couple more does. I've killed killed two with my bow, and then I shot that buck. So I need okay. Need at least one. One I got you. Try right. to get a kid one. Well, we're gonna. I'm gonna hopefully go get in the woods here in the next, you know, hour or so. That's so. my plan. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, bud. All right, man. Thanks for listening to this week's show. We're gonna be back next week with another guest, another show. Uh, like I said at the beginning, if you haven't got into that giveaway, get into it. If you if you want spots, uh, holler at me. Let me know. Um, another thing, if you, if somebody wants to be on the show, call me, text me, message me, whatever you can do. Let me know uh, if you want to. We do have a schedule, and we're trying to go by that schedule as, as best as we can. So if you want to go, if you want to be on the show, let me know and we'll try to get you on here um big shout out thank you to our sponsors thank you everybody listening uh for the um listening to oh my god i screwed that all up right there 
thanks everybody for listening following sharing commenting all that good stuff we appreciate all of you uh i do have some shirts and some stickers i'm clean out of hats so if you want some of that let me know um i'll I'll be sure all i have is extra large and 2xl because most of all of us are, are, are big boys around here so um if you want one let me know if you want to see pictures or uh, or uh, anything of what i have let me know um and we're going to be getting some more of that later so we'll be back next week with another guest thank y'all for listening <laughs>